a bunch of the projects we're working on and seeing if like we've officially announced them or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so one of the main ones that we're doing right now is um, Space Jam Two. Wow. Um, so that's with um, it's gonna have LeBron James in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Um, James. When I was. Man, that was sudden. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen and folks out there, thanks for joining us today. I'm Neil and this is James. James. (laughs) (laughs) And today we actually have on uh, Danny. Uh, Danny Khan. Yeah, good to be here. Nice to to have you on, my friend. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I met Danny uh, through, we both do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu together and... uh, I uh, met him and he says uh, he's a creative himself. So we're going to find <laughs> out what he does and yeah. hopefully we can all learn from him. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So talk yeah. about yourself. Well, usually when you meet someone, it's like, oh, hey, handshake. How are you going? But <laughs> I met Neil by sweating on him and try, basically trying to kill him. <laughs> I, I met Neil by sweating on him, but uh, trying to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> either, way yeah. was, either way, I was getting choked. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so I guess I I'm officially a visual effects artist. Specifically I like working in the field of compositing and rotoscoping cuz when you see a movie or an animation there's a lot of different departments in it and I work in a very specific field of that. And so when I was a kid I used to love watching like Marvel movies, superhero movies, all these crazy movies and especially Spider-Man. Spider-Man was one of my Pretty much my my hero, I guess, because mm. I I guess I sort of he kind of relates to most people because he's just kind of like regular dude, like not not too flashy, and then he gets bit by a spider and becomes like something crazy. Mm. Um, so when I was little, I really wanted to like I wanted to know how they made that because you know he's not real, and you know the webs don't come out of people's hands. And so throughout high school, I was like, oh, I'm like I kind of like doing art. I like a little bit of drawing, I like painting, and then. Then I learned Photoshop and I was like, whoa, this opened, this opened so many new um, possibilities for me. And mm. at the same time, um, a certain movie came out called Transformers. Mm. When I saw that, that's when I was like, man, like, I want to know how to make that exactly. But I just, I don't know how, like, who, I know there's like a million, million people who work in this industry, but where, like, where are they and like, mm. what do they do? Um, so I did a whole bunch of research. I asked teachers, like, you know, the career counselors and they're like, Oh, um, there's a school that you can go to called, um, AIE, which it stands for the Academy of Interactive Entertainment. And they have, uh, three courses specifically. One of them is called 3d art and animation, uh, for visual effects and film. So you can do the, like the film side of it, or you can specialize in games because some people like to make games. Mm. I, I don't really, I don't really care much about games. I'm more on the film side of it. So I said, okay, I need, I need to know how to get there. And they, the requirements to get into the school are not what marks you get. It's more, more um, do you have a nice portfolio and they'll interview you and see if you have any interest in kind of being in the creative field. And the, the weird thing is um, 
I couldn't just ask my parents, like, oh, hey, um, I want to do this. What do I do? Because most of my dad's side, I think they're all into engineering. They're into, into finance. And my dad, my brother did um, business. Mm. My mom's side, I, I can't think of anyone who isn't in a medical field or like a nurse or something. Mm. And so even my parents, my dad was like, okay, maybe we need to do research together because he doesn't even know. So we, we contacted the school and they're like, oh, yeah, come in for an interview. And then I went in, they asked me, oh, what kind of stuff are you interested in? I said, oh, yeah, I like, I like animation. I like Photoshop. I like doing this. I want to make movies eventually. And they're like, yeah, you definitely this is the course for you. And then, um, yeah, it's a two-year course and it's all just practical work where you, um, the first lesson is literally standing, sitting in front of a computer, open this software and you learn how to do, make 3D objects, make render objects, see how to basically edit a, a movie pretty much. Wow. And, um, yeah, in the second year, um, I wanted to start getting into the work because, you know, that's, it's only two years. I don't want to be out of, out of work right out of college. So there's a company in Fox Studios Australia called Animal Logic. Mm. Um, they are well known for making Happy Feet. And I, th- I think they won the Oscar for that. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And they also did the Lego movie. Um, and so they have this kind of internship slash training project, um, training program where they you learn how to do what's called rotoscoping and paint i don't know if you guys have heard of that when so it's mainly when you're editing a movie or you're adding visual effects to it um sometimes you don't have a green screen or you don't you know it's not possible to add something and you want an animated character or a cg object to be behind someone so you it can't just magically be behind anything mm, you need mm. to sort of cut out the character or the person and yep. kind of essentially stencil them out of mm, them. Mm. imagine like you know a magazine you cut out a part of the magazine you can see what's behind it mm. so we do that basically for every frame wow of the wow. the footage and you can like you can imagine um usually footage is 24 frames per second if it's like a two second shot you're you're looking at 48 frames yeah and yeah <laughs> Yeah. So each frame you got to go through that process. Yeah, yeah. So you, there's little tricks and things you can do to kind of make your life easier where you can track objects and help help that guide the motion, but sometimes it does come down to going through every single frame, tracing the object and making sure it's sticking onto it. Cuz that's something that you probably can't be automated, right? You would need a human uh, eye they're, to They're really trying to like make it easier or like have little AI things that make it work, but at the end of the day you you just need you need a person to be doing that sort of mm. stuff. And there's a whole department of people that do that specific thing. Wow. Um, not even like the creative part of it, just like tracing out objects and giving that to the people who kind of use that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's where I started off because that's kind of the more junior side of things where you, you start in that and then you get into more of the creative. And, and how thing. long have you been in that for now? So altogether... Four and a half years. Oh. Yeah. So I graduated college when I was 19. Yeah, 19. And that's when I got my first job. And so from then on, I'm kind of on and off doing different contracts and projects. Um, yeah. That's 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 pretty good because like a lot of people straight out of college don't have that opportunity to go in and, mm-hmm. and start working in their field straight away. So you're quite yeah. lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, Um. it's weird. I think the statistic that they have at the college is that the the employment rate is like 50% of people and like you get the job, but then you also have to maintain the job and make sure you get extended for the contract. Cause 
I don't think there's many full-time permanent jobs out there. They're all contract-based. Oh, wow. So, like, you might get a two-month project. Mm. And as soon as you get there, you have to think about what you're doing next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it's very similar to, say, like, acting oh, and yeah. creative, the other creative um, yeah. jobs as well, where they're, yeah. they're very much based on the project, of course. Oh, definitely. Um, and, and I guess just for context, what kind of projects have you worked on? So, like, something yeah. that the average person might know. Yeah. So, my first project was... Um, Alien Covenant. So if, if any of you know the, um, the Aliens like movie series, um, this is the like the latest one of that. So after Prometheus mm. came Alien Covenant. And at the same time, we were working on Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Wow. And wow. Um, which is funny because my main goal coming out of college was I just, I wish I could work on at least one sci-fi movie, and one Marvel movie. That'd be like <laughs> my dream come true. The first thing I do is literally a sci-fi movie and a Marvel movie. Great. And it's just like, when you like get into the office and you see the footage, you're like, oh my God, like it feels illegal because you're seeing, <laughs> you're seeing things, <laughs> you're seeing things that haven't even been out there. Do, do like, they, they don't really have to give you context for the shot really, right? Because they just ask you rotoscope this out or whatever. Mm. They don't really need to tell you, well, that guy's actually betrayed this guy. And it, It's more like, they'll give you the context of what is happening in the scene. So uh -huh. like, um, the reason we're doing this is because of this. So because a lot of the footage you get is literally a guy standing in front of a blue background right, or it'll right. be like some random studio and you kind of need to know why you're doing what you're doing. Sure. So they might need to be replacing the entire background or just the floor bit. Mm. They'll say, oh, by the way, we're creating this new environment. This is what it's going to look like. That's why we're making you do all this work. Mm. Um, but it's not only just rotoscoping and tracing things. They also make us um, remove objects from scenes. Okay. Um, you might have heard, you know, in The Mandalorian, the last, or not the last episode, the, one of the episodes where there was a guy in blue jeans standing in the background who wasn't supposed to be there. He's part of the... Oh, the really? So um, happens all one, the of, time. one of the jobs we do is we see if there's anything in the shot that needs to be removed, like... Some crew member might leave like a water bottle on set or... So clearly you, they didn't employ you for Game of Thrones. Yeah, they should have. Yeah, yeah. But like, in all honesty, this, there's so much stuff and there's like thousands and thousands of like visual effects shots. Not only just normal shots, like visual effects specific shots that you can just overlook it accidentally. And like, you might see something that you might think that's part of this set or something. Like they'll hide things in really inconvenient places where you're like, is that part of him or is that just the microphone or right, something? Right. And like, I guess yeah, it is a bit sp stupid, but like a lot of things do get overlooked. Mm -hmm. And a lot of things do still make it into the final cut of the movie that no one notices, but the person who worked on the, the scene will be like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I was going to ask that. Uh, um, so, um, so how, like, do you work for a specific company or do are you your own agent or... Uh, like as, as I'm an actor as well like mm. we basically either we go free agent mm. you know uh, uh, freelance or we get an agent to get us jobs yeah, yeah. so you're saying yeah. that you, from as soon as you get find a job you start looking for another job how does that work yeah. for you so folks? some people do freelance work which it's, it's a bit difficult but I guess if you're more into that you, you can but most people that I know do work for a company so they get employed by the company mm. and they get a contract or so it'll be a like six month contract uh, this is your salary or whatever and yeah, it is from a company. So me specifically, I do like working for companies just because it's like, it's it feels a lot more stable and it's like, everyone's doing that so you know what's going on. Mm. So I sp 
currently work for a company called Industrial Light and Magic. Wow, the short, great. The short version of that is ILM. Mm. So the, to explain that, basically um, when they were making Star Wars back in the day, uh, George Lucas made his company called Lucasfilms. Yeah. And so the animation and visual effects side of that company was called ILM. And a couple of years back, they got bought by Disney. Mm. So all my... Um, legal contract stuff and everything. It all, it all comes back from Disney. Wow. All the stuff I signed, yeah. So when I explain it to someone, I'm like, yeah, I work for Disney, but really you work, I work for Lucasfilms who owns ILM. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's, I'm employed by them and right. I, um, they basically, I'm in the specific department called, right now I'm working in rotoscoping and paint because I'm, I'm doing more of the senior work there now. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, basically we just get a whole bunch of shots and in every shot there's a, a list of things to do and they explain it to you and you just kind of go on and do it and then it gets approved by the supervisor and everything. Mm. So yeah. Do you have, that you can tell us, yeah. do you have a favorite scene or a couple of frames maybe <laughs> that you really enjoyed yeah. rotoscoping or, or or you were like maybe spider-man or something where you were like oh this is incredible yeah so when i was young i really liked spider-man and when i got called on to work on the new spider-man which is um spider-man homecoming mm. that was like crazy for me i was like what i can't believe this is happening like, um the one I, there wasn't anything specific that i found it was more that um when i was younger i was like how does he get into the suit because you see these like 360 view of him there's no zippers. There's no mm, thing you can pull off. Mm. It's, it's, like, it's like a one big suit that he just magically appears into. Mm. You might have noticed that in all the movies. There's a perfect seam between his head, shoulders, legs. Like there's nothing he can jump into. Mm. And when I worked on the movies, I found out there is a zipper there. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> yeah. It is. It is like just a like a spandex onesie basically. Mm. And our job was to. Um, remove the zip line, the zipper. Ah. And um, that's how they hide it. I'm like, oh, it's not magic. It's someone has to do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the other cool thing was um, pretty much in every shot that you see Spider-Man in, his head is completely animated, the CG. Because of the eyes? No, well, not only that, but if you've ever worn like a Spider-Man mask or something, like the cloth mask, they don't look that good. Um, oh. Like you might have seen some kids on Halloween when they wear it. You can see the nose poking out, like it's all wrinkly and stuff. And to make it look perfectly round, perfectly smooth, you got to make that in CG land. Like, oh. um, so not only do the eyes need to move, which you you have to kind of do in CG, but the the roundness of the face needs to be perfect. The way that his chin moves when he talks, because sometimes when you're wearing a mask, you can't see. Th- like you can't see the mouth moving. Oh. They need to add the jaw movement to make it seem like he's talking more. Wow. And to actually show emotion, that's why they have the eyes moving. Mm. Like if you wear a mask, you can't tell how someone's feeling. Yeah, yeah. So if you have the pupils like going in and out, you can kind of tell that he's emoting a certain way. Mm. Um, they did the same thing with Deadpool. Like you might think he's just wearing a leather mask, but it's pretty much his whole, whole face is CG so they can move his eyebrows Move right, his chin, right. kind of show his eyes moving a little bit. So basically, all the stuff, a lot of the dialogue stuff, done done in ADR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, imagine like covering your mouth like this. Yeah, and this is what it would sound like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to, you don't want your movie sounding like that. So they'll, he'll be talking in the movie, 
But then they'll do like later on the uh, they, they'll yeah. do ADL for yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. or like sometimes he might not even be wearing the mask. Mm. So they can record the voice. But yeah, I, I I do believe mostly it's it's ADR. And um the animators of that project, they'll get the audio file so that they can move the mouth accordingly. Mm. Um and mm. they yeah, they gets checked like really in detail and yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have um because we talked about this being kind of uh, a a pretty new field for anybody to kind of venture into. Mm. Did you have um, specific mentors or people that you kind of looked up to in the industry? Yeah, so luckily, um, so people say you don't really need a degree or you don't really need to go to college to do this because it's a waste of money. But I think if you go on this on your own, it's really difficult to find out unless you're like a genius. Um, So... Luckily, I had like a class of like 20 people who were very like-minded and they were kind of figuring it out on their own as well. And the cool thing about my college is they they don't just apl- employ people who have a teaching degree or something. They'll employ people who are experts in the field or they've worked on a project for years or at a company and then they'll, they want to teach something. Mm. So they, uh, yeah. they, they are like the people I want to be. Yeah. And so any question I have, they'll answer it from their point of view and that their experiences, you know, what the, the kind of experience I should be going through. And the cool thing about that will be that because they're already in that field and doing yeah. the work, they can give you uh, answers that are now, not yeah. from which was t- like 10 years, yeah, or five like, years ago. Like imagine like your mentor being someone who's never worked in the field, but they just, they've studied it. Mm, it's, it doesn't, mm. it's not quite the same thing. It's the same thing. They'll give you the theoretical answers, but not the realistic answers. Because, you know, there's a lot of little nitty-gritty things that like aren't the most like nice thing to go through but people who've gone through it will be like yeah by the way like they might not employ you here you, you might you have to do this you have to do this mm-hmm. the, the little technical things that really help you so the teachers um definitely helpful and they'll sometimes um people who are in between contracts like mm-hmm. they'll have like a four-month break they'll contact the college and be like hey can i do some like assistant teacher work or oh great so um one of the guys that did that actually i i worked with him in in the same department luckily wow and so because i wanted to be in that specific field he told me exactly what he's going through right now what he's doing how he did it and what i need to learn mm. and you're like well like i i would never have known this if i just did this by myself because mm-hmm. like you can you can look at all the youtube tutorials do all the like online courses but if you don't have someone that can just explain the reality of things it's it's a bit difficult mm. Yeah. And, and did you find your teaching staff also to be, uh, um, like, was was their guidance quite helpful? Like, um, as you explained before about your mentorship, like, yeah, um, like I, I found when I went to when I went when I went through theatre school, though, they they all sort of picky in in terms of like, oh, this is a star student, so I'll focus on this. Yeah, yeah. Was it was it, was it picky like that, or they, were they like happy to share the information with everyone? No, no, they they were definitely helpful to everyone because they're not like i wouldn't say they're the traditional typical kind of teachers where you can see who the star students are and they're kind of like oh i'll help this guy develop because he's i know i can see him yeah they're like i'm pretty sure some of these guys like they've never taught before or they don't even have a teaching degree Mm. they just know they're just really good at what they do Mm. and all they care about is helping the student Mm. they're like they don't get paid extra for doing this they don't do they're just like you ask them a question they'll answer it and like if they see someone that's struggling um, because they know at some point in their life they were struggling like them, mm. you, you, they kind of have some sort of empathy and be mm. like, okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do change what I'm doing until this guy 
like knows what to do and I can teach him yeah. what he needs to know. Mm. Um, and I, I think of that the same way because when I was younger, um, I would I would struggle with a lot of things. And when I look back at the students, I see, wow, like I wish they didn't have to go through what I did in yeah. terms of struggling. Mm-hmm. And so if I was a teacher, I would sit with this person. I wouldn't like leave until he knows exactly how to do what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it goes same with the teachers. They, they're very helpful in that sense. So yeah. like the one of the premises for this podcast is so people can um, um, get some tips of whoever we have the guests on or, um, you know, like has someone to motivate them or inspire them to do something, right? So one of the things I like to, of course, talk about is um, like heritage and cultural backgrounds and stuff, mm. and especially being in, in Australia. Now we're trying to change mm. uh, how the Australian industry is. You know, we want to mm. make sure that we're all represented, you know, mm-hmm. equally. Mm-hmm. Um, so... So my question is that, um, what, what were the, some challenges, especially growing up? And your background is, yeah. Oh, so I'm Pakistani. Yeah, yeah. My parents so, are Pakistani. Yeah. yeah. So, what were one of the challenges for that? Yeah. So I think really, um, the main thing that with people in our culture is what I hear is like, oh, my parents don't want me to do this, or they're not supporting it. Mm. I don't think it's more that they don't support it. It's more that um. When they were growing up, they didn't really have the options that we have now. One was like the technology one and the other was like the society they live in. Like if you're in Pakistan, India, like really the only way you can find success is if you're like one in one of the big kind of uh, industries, like you being a doctor, being an engineer, you know. And it's not that they don't want you to do what you like. It's more that they want you to have a comfortable life and they they're, they kind of worry for you. Mm. And so I was lucky enough that my parents... They, they said, you can do whatever you want, but as long as what you do, you're successful in it and we'll, we'll kind of support you. Hmm. And I think um, they could see that in me as well. They, I wasn't just like some guy, oh yeah, I want to do acting and then that's all. Yeah. They, they saw that I like, I like to do this kind of work. I'm constantly doing it. I'm showing them the kind of work I'm doing and that I show them, oh, you know, I can get a job in here. I can do this. And so you really have to put yourself in their shoes. Mm. Imagine you're your parents mm. and your kid wants to do some crazy random thing that you've never heard of. Yeah. Um, oh, mom, know. mom, I'm, I'm going to be a holotech star. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Holotech. Yeah. What's that all about? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like if your parents don't know what you're talking about, they're not, they're going to find it really hard to kind of invest in you or like mm. show that kind of support. Mm. So like, when I was little, I used to, you know, when younger, I used to like do a little project, show them. And I used to be like, oh, you know, like this, this whole industry where people work in visual effects and animation. And it's like, um, I can do this course, I can do this course. And um, yeah, it's really the, um, in, I guess in the culture, it's, it's just the certain expectation that mm. you have. And even with us, when, when we do grow up, I feel like our kids are going to feel the same way in some sense. Because we we're going to be like, they have to do this, they have to do this. And, you know, I really, I do want them to be successful, mm. but it's it's just going to be hard for us to understand. It's going to be a different time. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think, um, I guess if you can just, sh- if you can show to them that you can make something out of this, mm. just give them like some glimpse of what can happen. Mm. Then they'll be like, okay, I, I guess that's, that's good. And I, I know some people have gone to the, the route of, okay, let me try this one thing. For a year, if it doesn't work out, I'll do what you want. Because, you know, mm, maybe it, maybe yeah. it doesn't work out. Yeah. And then, mm. like, 
it kind of gives them a bit of comfort. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you basically just have to put yourselves in their shoes and be like, okay, I, I do understand what they're coming from. Mind mm. you, I, I've, <laughs> I've never seen anyone go back. <laughs> I've never heard anyone go, oh, it did work out. Let me go back. Yeah. Like, you can't, it's very difficult to go back. Yeah. Uh, you yeah, know, yeah. Like once you start going towards one direction, another direction of the field. Yeah. It's really just giving the comfort to your parents or being like, hey, there is there is a safety net in this. In this. Mm. Because at the end of the day, they want you to be safe. Mm, and mm. if you can just show, hey, I'm not just jumping off a cliff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in your head, in your own head, inside you, you know, this is the only thing I can imagine myself doing mm. in my life. Like, I I like doing engineering. Like, I like the idea, like physics when I was a kid. And I'm like, maybe I could do that if I'm if I wanted to. But in my head, I'm like, I could not imagine myself not doing what I'm doing right now because mm. I love this. I dream about doing this. I work, I love movies. Mm. And, you know, if I'm not doing it, I don't know what I'd be doing. Like mm. when people ask me um, what your interests are, they usually expect, oh yeah, I like doing sports. I like doing this. And they don't really expect your career to be your interest. Yeah, but yeah. in my case, like I, I just genuinely like doing what I do. Mm. Like when I go to work, yeah, it's stressing sometimes, but then the end product is, is so fun and I love seeing what I made. Mm. Um, so yeah. I think the, the other thing is that our, our parents, because they they struggle so much like coming to the country, our con- this country, yeah, and, and and they yeah, so they want you to be uh, safe and secure mm. all the time. But that, but I feel I feel that um, a lot of us in the creative field and other fields who are doing, uh, um, which are not part of our norm. Um, are taking risks mm. and uh, a lot of our parents are not um, ready mm. for the kids to take these risks, you know, because they didn't want to, they want to mm. make sure everyone's safe, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like b- what you've done mm-hmm. is taken a risk, my friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Definitely. like, I mean, even though you, you got a great, you're, you're in a great position right now, but I'm sure when you first started, yeah. it wasn't the case. You were like, yeah. oh, this is going to be yeah. a, a challenge. And, and, and I think a lot of folks out there who are starting off, whatever, it is a risk mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, like anywhere, any other industry, it's yeah. always going to be that. Yeah. Um, I think um, people don't realize is like when you, when you, it kind of sounds like you're defying your parents in mm. a way when you do it, but like you, whatever you do, they're still going to, they're still your parents. They're, you're still their kid. Right. Mm. So it's not like you make one choice and they'll like disown you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's just a natural instinct that they have in, in them to be like, ah, oh, I need to guide you towards the right path. Yeah, of course. And once you, if you just like, just this one time, take the risk, the and you realize, oh, it, it wasn't really that bad. Um, they're not really just they're not gonna just disown you mm-hmm. um, because at the end of the day, you're you're their kid. They they want the best for you, and yeah. if they can see that you have this drive, this passion in it, um, they they'll start eventually kind of molding into your interests. Because mm. um, that's basically what I had to do. I couldn't I couldn't just tell them, this is what I'm doing. Deal with it. Yeah, it's more yeah, like yeah. I had to kind of involve them in it. I had to. Mm, mm. I showed my dad. Oh, this is the college I'm going. I want to go to, and you know they have a lot of experts there. They he he, he can talk to, and they, they always ask. Oh, um, is my son going to get a job here? And like, at, yeah. in this industry, and they they kind of have really good answers for that. Mm. You know, I think it's really good to involve them in mm. whatever you're doing. Don't just talk to them. Be like, yeah, I'm just going for a shoot, or maybe maybe I'll I'll do this. 
Yeah, it's, you know, yeah. it's, it's really good because like, I, I didn't tell my parents for a while that I, I was doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I wasn't telling them for a while. And of course, then I started involving them. So yeah. they came to mind one of my first plays I ever did. And, and uh, oh, okay. And, and dad at the time, because usually dads are the most skeptical. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and so now it's really funny because I go home and he's usually on YouTube watching some sort of uh, like a poet or, or, yeah. or some sin, uh, <laughs> an actor or something, you know, and, and watching the bio- biography and stuff, yeah. and and he will send me stuff to watch now, and, which is great. Like I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm happy now he's involved himself, yeah. and and he 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 does um uh, want to come for the on the ride, you know. Yeah, like yeah. once they see you involved in it and see you like be happy in what you're doing, yeah, it something like clicks in them, being like, wow, like this is my kid's dream and like yeah. I if this one isn't what makes him happy then like and, and, for, and, for, and honestly and, and, and parents out there like from kids point of view like I feel like if you've given them that sort of love like that sort of safety net mm. right say hey I'm okay mm. I'm happy what are you guys doing mm. you know you're, as kids we feel okay good yeah, 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 yeah I feel yeah. much better now yeah. and, and I can be more free to do yeah the, the take the uh decisions mm-hmm. now that I can mm-hmm. which I could never before yeah you know yeah. it's it's not all of a sudden a sin or it's not all of, not yeah. of a sudden, you know y- yeah you basically you want to avoid it being like a taboo yeah. subject and mm-hmm. that's why you, you just get them involved in whatever you're doing yeah. especially like in, in in group circles and family circles and friends in, in our communities you, you go and go, oh, what, what is your son doing? What is your daughter doing? Yeah. Whatever. Oh, and, yeah. and, and it's like yeah. hard, like uh, as parents, like, oh, he's going to become an actor or he's going to become <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, you know? Yeah. But now it's really cool. Dad says it now. He's doing stuff in Sydney. But yeah. he, like, he's, he, yeah. he feels more proud than, uh, you mm. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And you yeah. want that, right? Yeah, because the other thing is also because your families are so involved with each other. Everyone knows what yeah. everyone's doing. Exactly. And then you hear someone else's daughter is their doctor, like, oh, <laughs> 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 what's my kid doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's always fun to meet. Like we grew up with like brothers, like our friend, family friends, and we all always call them brothers and sisters, or yeah. whatever. You know, and you meet them like five, ten, ten years later, and yeah. they're like got like they're doctors and got yeah, big yeah. houses or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. you do this thing, and and you see the difference or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah like yeah, yeah. But you still relate. You can somehow still relate. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, w- I always love the joke where like you're on a plane with your dad and like they they say, oh, is any- anyone here a doctor? We need we need to save someone. And your dad's like, oh, you're gonna save him with your PDF file. <laughs> 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 they, they ask for a, a doctor, not a graphic designer. Now we we kind of have a a, a thing here where we, we, the podcast is called Sugars, so mm. it's kind of wishing you well on your next endeavor. Yeah. Can you talk about your next endeavor or your next project that you might be working yeah. on right now? Well, I I did Google a bunch of the projects we're working on and seeing if like we've officially announced them or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, so one of the main ones that we're doing right now is um, Space Jam Two. Wow. Um, so that's with um. It's gonna have LeBron James in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Um, when I was a kid, I admitted like I, I used to be ashamed of liking the first Space Jam because I thought it was so childish. It's like it's cartoons. Like everyone's gonna make fun of me for liking, but I, I really really loved it. Dude, wow. I loved <laughs> it. I loved. I know. It. I thought people were gonna make fun of me, and I'm like, man, I'll just watch it secretly and not not tell anyone. But I was like, it was so amazing. I loved like Michael Jordan was so cool, like dunking on all the freaking monsters and everything. Yeah, and, yeah. And now like. I had no idea I was even going to work on this project. Wow. Like I got into the, the orientation of my first, um, my first day and they're like, 
yeah, so we're working on, on this one, this one, and also Space Jam 2, and then we're going to do like, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> this is a rewind that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're doing this. And I was like, whoa, this is, this is great. And we're, we're doing such, like, so much of the work on it that, like, I do feel very involved in it. Mm. And, um, like, I just want to show all my friends when it's done. Like, when, you know, when, when we're in the cinemas, I like to point out the parts that I did. Like, yeah, I did that one, I did that one. And oh, that's great. It's just fun, yeah. So that's the, I think that's the, the biggest one that I'm, I'm excited for and like I, I hope that turns out well. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, Chuckers on Space Jam Chukas 2. That, <laughs> Thanks. That's so cool to say Chuckers yeah. on Space yeah, Jam yeah, 2. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, it a bother, is there any, anyone you know who you want to give a shout out to and give them uh, well wishes uh, who in the credit field that you may know? And um, Man, uh, there's so many people I work with. It's like, like if I point out one person, then my uh, the other people. Uh, uh, you know, maybe your whole team. Can, yeah. we give, can we give a shout out to your whole team? Or yeah, actually, the our Sydney team is about made up of like four people, and it's going to grow soon. So, I'm currently working in the rotoscoping field right now in the department in Sydney. So we have um, me, and then we have a guy named um, Jared, and then another Jared, and a girl named Trish. So I hope I don't know they I hope they listen to this they'll be yeah. really excited. To <laughs> Great. Do they do they have uh, Instagram followings or Instagram? Whatever? Um, not they're not too active on that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. They're, yeah, they just kind of chill with that stuff. Um, but I think they'd be really excited to hear their names on this. Oh, <laughs> well, took us to them, man. Yeah, yeah, shout out to Jared, Jared, <laughs> and Trish. Trish, thank you so much for uh, yeah. for upcoming uh, projects. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much for that. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. That's mm. that's great. Um, I'm wondering, w- w- I guess. What do you what do you see your career path being in about say 10, 15 yeah, years yeah. time? And, you know, I mean, yeah. what kind of new technology is coming yeah. up that that yeah. will change things? So I I've always um like since I was a kid I've always loved working for the movies or like on the movies, right? So people are always telling me, oh, when are you going to start your own business? When are you going to like do oh, your own oh, thing? Oh wow! And I'm like, eh, that sounds cool, and it's it it is a good thing to do, but my whole dream has always been on working on the thing that, that is the project, right? Mm-hmm. So I've always wanted to be in the technical field. I've Whatever field uh, department I'm in, I've, I want to like kind of progress in it, become more of a, you know, lead or like supervisor maybe, mm. but always still be working on the physical, you know, the shots. The, right. You don't yeah. want to necessarily be behind the scenes necessarily. Yeah. Well, you are behind the scenes, but I mean, yeah. you know, like above everything and kind of okaying without actually doing anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, I've right. always loved working, you know, getting on the computer, like fidgeting here, here, and then like people need help maybe. I can go in and teach them a little thing here and there. Um, but, you know, I, I like doing rotoscoping, but then I also want to become a compositor. Oh, that, okay. That involves more of the creative work where we you know, you might have this CG renders or everything and you kind of apply those or layer those onto the footage. So, you you, you know, in Star Wars, how they have the lightsabers. Mm. Um, they, the effects department will create the lightsaber itself, just the beam. Mm. My job would maybe just be putting that beam onto the footage yep. and adding the glow, adding the little lighting effects and the, you know, the heat distortion, everything like that. Mm. So that's, that kind of stuff I think is, is really cool because, you know, you have a lot more creative... Uh, integrity in that and, mm, um, mm. I don't know you've probably seen a bunch of lens flares and like J.J. Abrams movies you can you can blame the compositors for that <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, that stuff just blows my mind you just talk I'm just picturing ha- how much work <laughs> is involved in that I, I'll give you a, a really a weird example so I worked on there's one shot in the Mandalorian we worked on um, just the rotoscoping 
took me 15 days to do. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I counted those. Um, it was the very first episode. There's like 20 or 23 people in the shot just walking across a blue screen just everywhere. There's like those like elephant things. Yeah, um, yeah. And because the blue screen only covered like half of them, the other half of them needed to be rotoscoped out so that oh. they could replace the the background with um you know whatever CG they put in. Wow! And because no one else was working on that shot, I was the only one. Um, <laughs> so every day I'd spend on like one guy walking across. Okay, next day another oh guy. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow. Yeah. So that's only just the rotoscoping. That's not even including the people who modeled the background, the guys mm. who did all the lighting, the people who textured the objects, mm. the compositors that had to. You know, remove the green, sc- the blue screen, and add everything in the back. So that that single shot might have taken at least like a month to do. Like wow, wow! Safely would have taken at least a month. Mm. Like I've seen shots that I worked on like six months ago come back like six months later. Like some guy did another update on it because you know the lighting wasn't perfect, or they added a little thing here and there. So like it, it's almost like a these shots just they never get done. They just eventually phase out of yeah 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 and then that's yeah like in writing yeah you kind of give up at some point yeah Yeah. there's never a point where it's like all right it's done let's pass on it's always just like okay we'll see and then you never hear about it (laughs) oh you see it or or it gets cut cut out of the film oh um, wow which is really annoying i have worked on stuff for like several days and then i'll get a message being like oh are you still working on this i'm like yeah of course and then they're like don't work on it anymore it's not in the film oh wow oh oh oh, man (laughs) Yeah. Um, I guess the very last question I would like to ask you is you because you, you set the standards really high of like, I want to do a sci-fi film. I want to work <laughs> on um, Marvel. And you already did that. Yeah. What's your next, like, what's your next dream? I'd love to work on this. Yeah. It's like me. If, if I get James Bond, I can't do anything else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they might need a body double for Idris Elba. Oh, sure. I mean, you kind of look like, no. Um, <laughs> no, um, so when I worked on all these, like, I worked on a lot of the typical, like, action sci-fi stuff. Um, I've always wanted to work on, like, the kind of movies where you don't expect there to be any yeah. visual effects or animation. Like, um, uh, movies that are set in a certain time period. You just watch them and be like, oh, I like the story. It's very cool. But then you don't realize they replaced the whole building mm. because back in the day, like, that building didn't exist. Or um, these they'd have cars going by and you're like, you can't really have modern cars. They need to replace the cars with older cars. Mm. So I want to work on a movie or something in which you might not even know that we did something on it. Great. And then at the end, you're like, hold on a second. How did they, how is this actor like, who's supposed to be 90 years old, like 20 years old now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah like in, um, yeah, like in, um, Benjamin Button or Queen's Gambit. Or, or like or something, something <sighs> that like you might, it'll just go, over your head that you didn't. The Irishman, yeah, the, the Irishman, Irishman. yeah, 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 yeah something yeah, like that. Yeah, you'll yeah. you'll see the actors be like very young, be like, hey, they look pretty good, and then you realize, wait a second, they're they're very old people. Mm. Or like um in Blade Runner, um that Harrison Ford. No, no, not Harrison. The, the, the young um the the what's girl her name? the girl yeah, that he's yeah, in love yeah, with. Yeah, I yeah. I was watching the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, that's the girl from the the movie that came out 50 years ago. I'm like, yeah, yeah. How, she's not aged a single day, and then you realize that <laughs> they fully remade her head. And mm, mm. It what, just did, went what did you think of the Irishman's uh, the face? Oh, um, yeah, it, it's kind of weird. Like it's on and off here and there. Like I'll notice like a weird movement or like some weird lighting, yeah. or they might look a bit waxy or something. But mostly, I think it was fine. Like you can kind of suspend your disbelief and be like, okay, there's a there's a character there. He's a bit uh, younger, older, and then 
I think um, we I think we all did that. I feel like yeah, yeah I, I kind of bought it. Yeah, I was just I like, it, yeah. I'm. Yeah. It's what I was gonna say is you know Pacino and yeah. Joe Pesci and Robert De Niro. I'm not gonna complain. I'm not complain exactly. <laughs> no, let, I'm, let them do their yeah. thing. Now. Okay, you're 25. Let's go, <laughs> let's go with it. Let's go with it. Now, once you dive into doing CG faces, you you're sort of shooting yourself in the because like <laughs> even someone who's not a amazing artist like you and me like or anyone, we know what faces look like. We know all the little intricacies. We know like how the blood's supposed to flow through the nose, the mouth, the cheeks. And if that's not there, you'll be like, something's weird. I don't know what's weird, right. but something is weird. Right. Uh, and th that takes you out of it. Like mm. one thing you, you probably don't know is like most of the time um, your top lip doesn't move when you're talking. It, it like oh. flexes and moves, but it doesn't go up and down. Right. And in um, the, I think it was Rogue One, the Star Wars Rogue One, uh -huh. when they remade Leia, you might notice her her top lip moving up and down a lot. Oh. And you know something's weird. Like, it looks good, but something about the way she moves is really weird. Yeah. And you yeah. look at her lips like, oh, your, your mouth isn't really supposed to move like that. Right. It's that uncanny valley. It thing. is. Yeah. It is. And you can't really put your finger on it. Mm. Yeah. Uh, look, just before you uh, finish up, um, is there any uh, quick three tips you can give out to anyone who wants to starting up real quick? And Yeah. Um. I guess one thing that's been on my mind is a lot of students and a lot of you know people, young people, they they idolize the kind of work they want to do compared to what they should be doing. Right. So let's say I'm a I'm a student that wants to be an artist, and a lot of people they, they want to create like massive cool scenes with like explosions, dragons. They they love doing crazy things because that's that's the kind of dream you're, you're into, right? Mm. But no one's gonna hire you to do that kind of work. When you're a junior, like when you're a junior, you're gonna do little things. You're gonna rotoscope an arm. You're gonna remove something in the background. You're gonna do some like really little things that maybe not aren't noticed as much. Mm. So they don't like when you're making your portfolio, you need to make it the the kind of work that you definitely will be doing as a junior. So those things are nice to see when you make something really creative, really big, really flashy. It's just nice to have those. But you also need to work on the foundations, the kind of things that employers look for in juniors so right. you know it might not look the coolest on your portfolio or your showreel but it shows the employer hey i i can do this and you know um if you employ me i'll be able to remove that one little starbucks coffee cup in the yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah involve that kind of stuff in, in your portfolio don't always just look at the big cool stuff because mm -hmm. you will get to that eventually that that takes years mm. so, yeah cool yeah <laughs> thank you so much for having us. Uh, yeah, no worries. It was an uh, absolute pleasure having you yeah, on. Thank you. Um, is there anything else, any updates you want to give? No, no. I think I just took us on Space Jam 2, took us <laughs> on the very subtle yeah. kind of uh, uh, VFX work and shout out to your Sydney team. Thank you. Yeah. Um, That's it. We'll... we'll, we'll well, look, we'll put your details yeah, with your Instagram stuff on. I yeah. know you, I don't know that active on Instagram, but yeah, like yeah, if yeah. people want to get to you, like I mm. uh, want to ask you any questions, you know, and get some yeah. tips from you, they can contact you on Instagram. I'm, I'm always happy with people yeah. um, asking for advice or like little things. Hey, how can I fix this or whatever? Because, um, yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Denny. <laughs> Thank you so uh, much no for having <laughs> us on. Thanks, folks. Thanks for having us on. Um, uh, looking forward to, well, we won't be on until next year. So, um, Happy New Year to everyone and we'll see you in the new year. Happy New Year. Chuggers. Chuggers. <laughs>